we're back and we had to we recorded this last week and had a few technical errors which actually wasn't technical errors it was, it was rambling errors. <laughs> it was just way rambling so we're gonna re-record tonight uh we've got a number of things that we're going to talk about one of the things is a trip down to texas to visit a couple of friends and attend their charity pub crawl we'll talk about a funny i guess you could call it a misadventure it was certainly an adventure with a large suction cup <laughs> tilto <laughs> we, we like to talk about a usually a different toy every time we do one of these so i guess that'll be our our toy piece and we met a new friend with an attribute attribute that is both awe-inspiring and a little scary. A little scary? <laughs> a, little, a big scary. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing little about that. And we'll discuss the topic of clicks and the lifestyle. It is Saturday, May 12th, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. A couple of things before we get into our topics. We've got... Hey, Mr. Tango, what are we drinking? Oh. Uh, you are off I know, our game tonight. I know. I'm going to have to confess. What are you drinking? I am drinking a vodka tonic with Tito's vodka and fever tree tonic. I am drinking a fever tree tonic and unfortunately... Le I, gasp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm actually drinking Tanqueray gin instead of vodka tonight, just for something different. You know, you should have had a shot of vodka to start with. <laughs> I know. It's not like we're going to lose money from our sponsorship from them, you know. Sure that. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of miscellaneous things before we get into our topics tonight. Hey, we got an email from friends we met last year in New Orleans, and we've already got a dinner date set up for when we get there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, dinner date. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you never presume. We do not assume. We have not assume, but we had a good enough time with them that I'm sure a good time will be had by all, it, if not that night, at another time. At but, some point. But they did reach out to us, and we're going to have to give them their own nicknames. I guess we can just use RNA for now, right? Sure. So, RNA, if you're listening, we got your email. I haven't replied to you yet. Sorry about that, but the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be getting in. We always get into Naughty New Orleans a couple of nights before everything starts. And they do as well. So, they have invited us out to dinner, and they've got a, apparently, they're, they're in a different hotel for the first couple of nights, and they've got a rooftop pool. I assume that Monday, Tuesday, you have to wear clothes at the pool. Well, that's not in the hotel where we're staying. That's what I'm saying. They're at a different hotel. Yeah. Anyway, we're looking forward to that. Speaking of emails, we tell you guys that we love to hear from you, and we do. And we got an email from a couple. D and K is what we'll call them now. And you know who you are. So there are listeners. They said we got to give them a nickname because we may 
have you hear from them in the near future? They are going to be going to Chicago in coming weeks, and they wanted to check out a lifestyle club while they were there. It's their very first club visit, and they were asking for a recommendation. So we've recommended the club where we had our very first play that we talked about early on. We've been there a couple of times, and we've had a good time. And it's couple's choice. That's right. We can go ahead and say their name. And I have talked to the folks at Couples Choice, and they're going to reach out to DNK and make sure their first club visit is a good one. I think the topic was... Not topic, theme. The theme. Kind of the same, but different. What was the theme? Um, Speed dating. That's right. So uh, that will make sure it breaks through any clicks. (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing a little bit tonight. So... We uh, have talked to them and said that we'd like to interview them after they have their first club experience, and they thought that would be fun. They've also asked for the best lifestyle website for the Chicago area. They're also looking for, kind of like we are, uh, their first single guy experience for the two of them. We aren't familiar with lifestyle boards in that area, so if you are in the Chicago metro area, give us a shout and email, Twitter, Snail mail? No, not no, snail mail. Not snail mail. Our um, email is? I don't know what our email is. It's right is. there in your notes. Oh, it is. Tango at two or more to tango.com. I know that a bunch of our listeners just fell out of their chairs or sofas or beds or wherever they're listening, ran off the road if they're listening in the car at the thought that we actually have show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're looking forward to their first visit, and we trust that the people at Couples Choice will give them a really good time and that their first visit will be a lot of fun. We have some good friends in the lifestyle, Jay and Angie of Average Swingers, and they have a charity pub crawl every year. And they've teased us, Jay and I like to poke at each other and tease each other and it's like brothers yeah we like to challenge each other's manlyhood in various ways the way guys do at the last time that we met with them in person jay challenged me to come to the well not me the two of us to come to their pub crawl down in fort worth which is a pretty hefty drive from where we live i believe alcohol might have been involved maybe a little and we agreed to come down. So they, the charity that they support each year. Is changes. A, changes. It's, it's always a good one. This year it was for a foundation that supports the LGBTQRSLMNOP. I don't know. <laughs> there's so many letters. But it supports that community. In different ways mental health uh, support in helping to come out to their families, any way that they might need support. So we drove down for that pub crawl, down to Fort Worth, got there on a... Friday morning. Was it Friday? No, we got there Friday afternoon, yeah, after lunch. So yeah, it was a two-day drive down, and on the way down, it was long enough that we had to stop somewhere. Because we never get out the door when we expect to. That's true. Whenever, Whatever time we say we're going to get out, we know it's going to be an hour after what time we set. So we had talked for a while about 
trying a single male. Of course, if you listen, we know you know we've played with a lot of couples, but we've never just had a single guy join us, and that's something that's on Mrs. Tango's list. And so we had talked about that a lot, and we got to the hotel and had a little bit to drink and started to play around. And I noticed that the headboard on the hotel bed was nice and flat and smooth. Which is not something we have at home. So I thought, aha, she didn't know that I packed this. But we have this really large dildo that has a suction cup on what end. And on the base of it. On the base. Yeah, you got to, you know, that could be. You got to make sure you tell them which, which end goes. has the suction cup. Yeah, you, you really you want to put the pointy end, like the like the head of the cock, part of the dildo. That's the part that goes in. This is not, and I, you know, you stick the suction cup part inside her first. No, no. <laughs> and then it sticks, <laughs> and then you have to put you know, like both feet up and grab a hold of it and pull to get it out, right? <laughs> 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 that could hurt. You could pull things out that shouldn't get pulled out. <laughs> Doctor, how did that happen? <laughs> oh, we don't want to talk about that. So anyway, this was going to be sexy, and it was going to be fun, and it was going to be hot. We were going to have the, vir- the virtual third guy in the room who was going to have a third very person. third person. Second guy. Second guy, right. And uh, who was going to have a very large cock to boot. And so I stuck it on the headboard had a lot of lube, and Mrs. Tango went, ooh, what's that? <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> a little bit lower voice than that. I think originally you tried to get on all fours uh-huh. and kind of scooch up Shimmy to it. back into it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little wiggle that you're doing here. <laughs> Nobody can see your little, no. your little ass shimmy that, <laughs> that you use trying to shimmy on to it. And, of course, I would be... There's just a, there just was no graceful or sexy way to do that you know it's really hard to explain but at first it was well that's a little too high okay take it off i don't know how to make the put it back on sound how was that no that was a different sound later in the evening but we put it a little bit lower so okay that's better and then she tries to shimmy up to it and it's like okay um my legs need to come forward too far for me to get all the way down on this and you tried and it's like okay that's not going to work so what we next tried was I flipped over on my back and then we did the whole too high and too low three little three bears thing (laughs) except it never was just right it never was just right again you just never could get positioned on it and we're trying to make this a very hot sexy continuation of our sex play and trying to make this as if you can fantasize there's a second guy in the bed with us and and we keep trying to adjust it and mrs tango keeps going nope that's not gonna work nope 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 okay hang on i'm i'm trying i'm trying and we just never, and we just finally. It was just, so frustrating. Just, it was, but it went from frustration. To just being silly. And we just cracked up. So finally we decided, nah, this is not going to work. The next day we figured why it 
didn't work this time and why it has worked in the past, we usually put it on a raised support thing, which we did not have with us. A little, so actually, um, one of the toy makers sent us a platform that's made just for this. And it has several different angles and, and, and a weight. And a weight, so it stays where you put and it. And now we know why they make that. Yep. And why people actually buy it, as we should, opposed to just popping it on a headboard. We should put a link to that in our show notes. We'll do that. Handy tool. We went from just cracking up and kind of falling on our backs in the bed to me popping it off and then putting lube on it and then sliding it into Mrs. Tango's pussy. And it took a little, uh, took a lot of lube. It was fairly large, and it did go in, and you weren't laughing anymore. Mm-mm. We did have the virtual second guy. I was just using my right hand to buck Mrs. Tango with this very large dildo, and then I was up by her head, so she was going down on me at the same time that the uh, large dildo was going in her that actually ended up being very hot. It was. And it did not take you very long. It did not. And, of course, as soon as she came, that was all it took for me. So we did have a good time with it once we got past <laughs> the, the silly part. And we plopped over, laughed a little bit more, and went to sleep. So the next day, we did get down to San Antonio. Nope, we did not, not go to San, San Antonio. Antonio. We went to Fort Worth. Well, we got show notes. <laughs> we got down to Fort Worth and met up with Jay and Angie. Uh, had some, went to a little hole in the wall, had some great cheeseburger and some amazing cheese fries, so much for our healthy diet that week. And you and Angie had margaritas. We had really good margaritas. And, and really they were really big, big margaritas. margaritas. These margaritas... If you've ever seen a professional football player's helmet, <laughs> they were not it was like that, you know, kind of flipped over with a with a stem. pedestal, a stem. But no. You could have fit a Volkswagen Beetle in each of these. And you each had two of them. We did. So we, we had a good time with Jay and Angie that night. We went to a... I might have been a little overserved. Yeah, you had two of those. And they were not made wimpy either. They were not all margarita juice. There was a little bit of tequila in those, especially after having driven for two days. But being the troopers that we are, we went with Jane Angie to a SDC, the lifestyle website, SDC meet and greet. SDC stands for Secret Dating Club. Which I'll bet you nobody that is on SDC has any idea what it stands for. We had an SDC membership once yep. in a different area. So we met a lot of really fun people, and uh, unfortunately, the karaoke was broken. Apparently, they this is, what, a once-a-month kind of thing they have? It's a regular thing. I don't know about the monthly thing. And one of the things that we discovered, we've never been with Jay and Angie in their uh, element native surroundings <laughs> down in Texas. But one thing we discovered is that everybody knows Jay and Angie. And not necessarily from their podcast. Yeah, that was the surprise. We figured that. All the people that knew them probably knew them from their podcast, but that wasn't true for either the uh, meet and greet or the pub crawl. Just everybody knows everybody loves Jay. (laughs) (laughs) 
everybody knows and loves Jay and Angie. They're just very active in the lifestyle community down there in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. So we met a lot of fun people, had a really good time, had a good time with Jay and Angie. And then the next day, we had some fun with them and did some miscellaneous stuff in Fort Worth. And that evening, we went to the actual fun crawl. The first bar was what? The first bar was Coyote Ugly of the movie fame. Movie fame? Of movie fame. They had hot, beautiful girls dancing on the bars. They were also the servers, bartenders. I don't think they actually had servers. They, you had to go What's get your drinks. Difference? Servers come to your table. You oh, had to go right. to the bar. You're right. These were some hot, sexy women. They were. A lot of fun, and they did do just like in the movie. They'd jump up on the bar and did their choreographed dances together. And sometimes not so choreographed. Easy for you to say, have another drink. (laughs) And the the crowd was fun, too. There were, I don't know, 250 people maybe, something like that. There were a lot of people. It might not have been that many people because it, it was kind of chilly. It was chilly and rainy. But a lot of good people, a lot of fun people. We met quite a few of them. Well, we met a few of them at the hotel. We, a number of us were staying on the seventh floor in the official hotel of the event. And the, they had a, a bar and a little restaurant that was on the same floor that all of us were staying on. So we met quite a few of the people there beforehand. And then, of course, a lot more once we got to the pub crawl. And it wasn't just the servers that were dancing on the bars. People had had time to imbibe. (laughs) There were a lot of the uh, females that were part of the pub crawl that jumped up there and danced and were actually at least as fun as the bartenders. They were. They were. Because you knew they didn't have to. They were doing it because they really wanted to. I noticed uh, Jane Angie, they, so uh, as part of the pub crawl, there was contributions to the charity, and we'll put a link to the charity in our show notes. You don't have to go to the pub crawl. You can give to them at any time, and we'll put a PayPal link in there, too. And part of what you got for contribution is a T-shirt, and it was just a regular neck-high T-shirt. Yeah, crew neck T-shirt. But I noticed as the night went on, Quite a few of the ladies found some scissors <laughs> and did some alterations. They became very uh, low-cut boobage Is boobage a word? Boobage is a word. Boobage is a word. Became very nice boobage t-shirts. It was a, a lot of lot of fun. At one time, there's a couple, Dan and Chrissy, that are good friends of Jay and Angie, and that we had met them in New Orleans. But we got to know them a little bit better this We had lunch with them trip. one yep. day with Jane and Angie. They're just a lot of fun. Dan is a large fellow. Yes, he is. Wouldn't you say? He is. I'm not talking large like fat. My guess is he probably has 0.004% body fat, percent body fat yep. and that's probably in his thumb somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is one built guy. If you look at how Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk. Dan is what the Hulk turns into. He's like an <laughs> order of magnitude bigger and and more muscular than the Hulk. So at one point during the night, what was kind of fun was Dan took off his shirt and they auctioned off 
uh, body shots. Body shots off his body. There was no shortage of takers. For no, there weren't. And in hindsight, some very sexy lady got the body shot and contributed, and it all, of course, went to the charity. In hindsight, what we really should have done was outbid anybody that bid. Put it in Jay's name. That's right, and had Jay take the body shot. And you know what? He'd have done it. He'd have done it. So we moved to the second bar that night. It was cold and a little rainy. Before we do that, though, there was another person. I was just thinking as we were talking about extraordinarily large. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We met a gentleman earlier in the evening while we were in the hotel still pre-drinking. And he was a tall, good-looking man and uh, happened to be wearing a kilt, uh, which is always fun and sexy. I know why he was wearing a kilt. (laughs) I don't know that there would be any pants that would... Would fit? Obviously, there are. Even before we met him that evening, uh, we saw photographs of him. Mr. Tango, tell him about the photographs. Obviously taken with his consent, but there was a lady who was friends of Jay and Angie. I don't think we can mention names. They were at a house party. They were at a house party. A few weeks earlier. There was a picture that she had wanted taken with three cocks in her mouth. So if you picture the picture, it's from on top. Her From above. Right, from above. And there's her mouth facing forward. There's a cock coming in from one side and a cock coming in from another side. And then what looked like a form coming in from the top, (laughs) from the other side. You know, one of the cocks was fairly normal sized. The other one was quite large. And this one that looked like a forearm, when we were shown the picture, we were like, that's not really a cock. This has got to be Photoshop. It it literally looked like a forearm, right? It. You're nodding your head. It was big. <laughs> you look kind of speechless. It was big. Nicest guy in the world. Fun guy. We chatted with him. We rode to one of the bar crawls, I think, with him. In the in one of the Ubers we were in. Just a really fun, interesting guy. And like I said, I think I know why he wore a kilt because <laughs> I don't know that there are normal pants that could contain him. I'd love to see what normal pants look like on him. I don't know how he avoids stairs with just normal pants. He's that big. I mean, we've we've watched a lot of adult videos. I don't know that we've ever seen anything that large. So would you want that for your first single guy? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you you had a good time with that really large dildo. He was probably double that size. Maybe, yeah. Uh, That's... I don't know. How, how how do you go down on a guy that big? Is it like a python where they... Their their jaw comes disconnects <laughs> right, so they can swallow like a like a a lamb or something. I would just want to watch just for the educational <laughs> purposes. Novelty, huh? Novelty. But we didn't. He was not our first single guy. But that's not what we're leading up to. But nice very, guy, regardless. Very fun, very interesting guy. We moved to the second bar. It was uncharacteristic uncharacteristically easy for me to say cold a little rainy that night and the second bar where we were was basically rooftop 
So we were out in that. Had a big fire up there. It was a big, uh, beautiful patio set up with lots of fireplaces with sofas around them and freestanding heaters. Had a great time. In fact, uh, on the way upstairs, we went past some people on a table. Everybody was trying to figure out where's Jane Angie's pub crawl crew meeting. And we had this one gal that we was... We noticed somebody familiar. She was super friendly, grabbed us as we were heading upstairs. She was with two guys. And one of them was a full-blown cowboy hat, big rodeo belt buckle kind of guy. And as we said hello to everybody, he just grabbed you up and gave you a humongous kiss. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was not a short one either. No, he enjoys kissing. And you enjoyed him enjoying kissing, I too. did. So we went upstairs and, and chatted with other people. We ended up spending a lot of time that night talking with a couple that I think kind of represent the diversity of the lifestyle. A lot of fun. You know, one of those things when you're at something like that, you just go introduce yourself to people and everybody's your friend immediately as if you'd known them forever. And as we got to talking about how we got into the lifestyle, what our stories were, their play was not necessarily the standard couple with a couple. This is something that I didn't know existed, actually. It's such a sheltered life. I know, right? They do a lot of the hot wife thing. And Explain so the, that. What they really enjoy is her finding a guy and meeting up with that guy and not lying to him, letting the the fella know this is what we do, this is consensual, and then typically bringing the guy back to their house. Unlike what we've talked about with the single guy where I would be in the room and I would be watching and then probably joining in at some point, he's not in the room. He is typically in the room next to them knowing what they're doing. And so she plays separate room with this guy. They never see him. And then afterwards, she just gives him the rundown on what they did. Again, that's something that I know people do. It's just not, I don't think we ever met people that that's their preferred way of playing. And it sounds like it's not just one part of how they play. Like we play this way and that way. And that's one of the things we like to do. It sounds like that is their primary way of playing. He grabbed my phone and and put their contact information in. They might actually be a fun couple. We didn't tell them to do a podcast, but they might be a fun couple to interview just for something different. It would be. So we'll we'll catch them later. So we had a great time. There were a lot of people there. And just to kind of segue into our main topic. Before you go to our main topic, uh, if you are interested in more of what went on that evening, Go listen to Jay and Angie at Average Swingers and hear their take on their evening. Thank you for that. I'd forgotten about that. It was very clear at the SDC meet and greet, and it was very clear at the pub crawl that these were all people that got together on a regular basis. Uh, these were all people that, for the most part, seemed to know each other. Or at least had a passing acquaintance. It would have been easy for us as people from a long way away that were, quote, outsiders, to stand in a corner and look at all these people, because people would come in the door, and people that they knew would immediately say, oh, Joe and Jennifer, whatever, and run up and give them a hug, and they would catch up, and they would stand there and go get drinks together. It would be very easy 
to stand on the outside and see these circles of people, which is basically what you see. People circle up talking with people that they know and say, boy, look at all these clicks. And that's what we want to talk about is the, the notion of clicks in the lifestyle. Cause it's a lonely, lonely, lonely world we're living in. Well, I say it's a lonely, lonely, lonely world we're living in. I've seen things on Twitter where people talked about fairly recently the perception of certain lifestylers being very cliquish of being, you know, lifestylers being hard to break into because they all have their own clique. I think if you're relatively new to the lifestyle or if you're new to lifestyle events like meet and greets or house parties or clubs or cruises or big events like Naughty New Orleans or Desire. Or Fantasy Fest. You, you may find yourself at the event and you and your spouse or significant other may find yourself in a corner. Everybody else seems to know each other. And you may see these circles of people talking and laughing and really feel like you're on the outside. You could feel like, you know, I'm just looking at everybody's backs. And it's easy to go from there to feeling like everybody else is in their own little clique. It just feels like there's a brick wall between you and all these people having a great time. But you say, I've heard you guys say over and over how welcoming and non-judgmental the lifestyle is and how non-judgmental people in the lifestyle are. Well, that's true. People in the lifestyle are some of the most non-judgmental, welcoming people that you'll ever meet. So here's the deal. We are all so used to cliques, whether it's high school, vanilla clubs, country clubs, whatever, all over your vanilla life, that whenever we see people huddled up with each other, talking and laughing, we automatically assume, ah, it's a click. Especially if you're new to the lifestyle. Your insecurities are already in play, and they're on overload. You're wondering, is anybody going to talk to us? Does anyone want to play with us? Do I look okay? Should we even have left the house this evening? It's easy to assume, when you see people that are all circled up like that, that yeah, they're in a clique and they're they're a tight new tight knit group of people. But that's that's usually not true, and we say usually because people in the lifestyle are still people, and so there are some exceptions. You can't say everybody in the lifestyle is warm and welcoming any more than you can say anything that's just that broad of a generation. But by and large, usually what you are seeing is simply people who made good friends in the lifestyle. And it's really, really easy to do that in the lifestyle. So you see people that have made good friends. They're at this event. They're at, you know, this meet and greet. They're at this cruise. They're at Pearl, whatever. And they see people they've met before. And your friendships in the lifestyle are just so close and so fun. I think by the nature of what you're sharing with these people, I mean, you're, there's an intimacy in those friendships just because you're sharing this big secret, basically, with them that you don't share with most other people in your life. So it's very natural for you to meet these people and they're good friends and you stand around and talk with them. That's just natural. Here's the difference between the vanilla world and the lifestyle world. When we go to uh, New Orleans and to Naughty in New, or and Naughty in New Orleans, 
we have sort of fallen into a pattern. Uh, we will be sitting in the bar, people watching, and we will notice other people talking and, okay, are they in the lifestyle? Are they in the lifestyle? And we will surmise that they are and ask them, and yes, they are. So we say, oh, come join us. And before you know it, we have a huge 10-table circle in the in the hotel bar. in the hotel bar and we're having a good time with people who have like interests and we may never play with these people but we have a common bond we'll be sitting there and you'll have a group of three couples turn into a lot of tables pulled together. You'll have eight or more Didn't couples. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> You'll have eight or more couples all circled up having a great time. Well, the difference, though, between that and the vanilla world is if you went into a hotel bar in the vanilla world and you saw a group of people sitting around a table, and let's say there's three couples sitting around a table having a good time, you would probably feel it would be out of place for you to walk up to that table and interrupt them and say, hi, I'm Mr. Tango. This is Mrs. Tango. And they'd all say, that's a really weird name. <laughs> <laughs> so that I mean, you would feel like that'd be an intrusion, right? I mean, you just you would not go up to a, in a hotel bar to a group of people that like they all knew each other and having a good time and stick yourself into the middle of them. Well, that's not only okay in the lifestyle world, it's kind of expected. It's kind of hoped for. The whole lifestyle world is about getting to know these people. And again, like Mrs. Tango said, these may not be people that you're ever going to play with. It doesn't matter. I guess that's one of the things we're talking about, these click. We have a lot of friends in the lifestyle world that we've never played with that we probably won't ever play with. We have friends that we may not be play attractive to them. We have friends that are not play attractive to us for whatever reason. It really doesn't matter. We love meeting these people. We love sitting and chatting with these people. So in the vanilla world, you probably would have a click. In the lifestyle world, if you're at those tables, that whether it's Pearl, whether it's a cruise, whether it's not in New Orleans, whether it's a, the meet and greet that we were at the other night, or the pub crawl, if you introduce yourself, that circle is going to open up and you're going to be part of it. The moral of the story is this when it comes to clicks in the lifestyle. Yeah, you'll see people talking with people that they know at lifestyle events, but the odds are very high that they will be more inclusive than exclusive if you smile and introduce yourself. However, you can't. However. however <laughs> there's a however. There is. You do have to first take the first step. You can't yep. you can't sit in a corner and twiddle your thumbs, stare at your cell phone, you know, have your RBF going, which I admit I did have at that meet and greet the first night. Jay asked me, "Were you mad about something?" <laughs> I thought you just had too much to drink, <laughs> which was kind of my problem. But your point and you do have one. I do have one. If you sit by yourself, at a table in the back corner of a room or stand together in some dark corner away from everyone. And if you look bored with that RBF, uh, you're going to go home probably with disappointment and you're going to be convinced that 
yes, this lifestyle thing is really clicky. So there is a piece of you do have to take that first step. But if you're in the lifestyle, you got to learn to take that first step anyway. You're never going to play with anybody. And we're not talking about taking that first step of how do you ask a couple if they want to play with you. We're, we're talking about just saying hi and just breaking through what looks like a click. And like I said, that circle that may be eight people all talking together, maybe four people all talking together. They actually might not have ever met each other before. Absolutely. And it'll be that much bigger circle if you go introduce yourself, because I guarantee you they'll open up and pull you in. The other side of this, though, is if you're experienced in the lifestyle and you're going back to a place or an event that you've been to a lot of times, like Desire or a certain cruise or Naughty New Orleans or meet and greet or a house party, you're going to see people that you know. You're going to end up in your little circle of friends because we do. That's just human nature. And that's cool. Lifestyle friends are the best friends. But take a moment to look around and see if you see that couple that look like the deer in the headlights. Like Mr. and Mrs. Tango did there on their <laughs> Wednesday night. Their very first Wednesday night at a naughty in New Orleans event. Yeah. Where we were just standing there going, We have no idea. All these people know each other and we don't know any of them and we have no idea how to insert ourselves. So if you see that couple as experienced lifestyle people say hello, introduce yourself, invite them over, buy them a drink. Yeah, you'll let them see the best of the lifestyle, and who knows, you may end up in their room that night. Stranger things have happened. With strangers. With strangers. (laughs) So I I guess the bottom line is, I've just seen a lot of talk lately on Twitter and other places about clicks in the lifestyle, and I've just got to say, if you think the lifestyle is clicky, you probably aren't taking the steps to go introduce yourself. I think you'll find it just the opposite. But I absolutely get it. From high school, from junior high on, we have been faced with cliques our entire life. And it's easy to feel insecure. It's easy to feel insecure when you're doing the lifestyle anyway, like Mrs. Tango said. I think you'll be really, really surprised. And you'll have a lot more fun in the lifestyle if you just go up and say hello. If you just go up with a big smile on your face and introduce yourself. So, what have we got coming up? We have a couple of trips coming up. We haven't got them on the calendar yet because we're trying to finagle work obligations. But we've got two different cities we want to visit and clubs. We got a club we've never been to. Yep. And we want to go to that club that we first went to in Chicago several years ago, Couples Choice. And meet up with some friends there. Or meet up with friends and go to Couples Choice separately. I don't know if we're going to combine the friends and the club. Oh, I thought that was we a given. We really, we, we've talked about with them about coming and visiting. We just haven't made any specific plans. Regardless. Yeah, we've got a new club we want to visit that we'll do before our next podcast. And we do have a trip to, since we've said couple's choice, we, we do have a trip to Chicago that we want to make and meet up with some good friends there and go hit that club again. And we have a couple that we still have not been able to connect with this local that has the sex swing for something new on our list. Yep. And we've just, between all the travel we've done, between the travel and work they've done, 
we've had a hard time getting together, but we've got a few weekends that we've picked out to do that. And we're still looking to find the single man to try that out. And I know that Nora of Nick and Nora has done that quite a bit. So we do know somebody very well that has experience and she can tell us what to do and what not to do. Maybe have some people that she would recommend. Maybe some guys that should say, no, not that one. <laughs> she may say, no, 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 no. That guy, his cock looks like a forearm. <laughs> he will hurt you, Mrs. Tango. <laughs> and, uh, and we need to go do something with Nick and Nora. We haven't done anything with them in a while, too. So we should have a, a busy couple of months, and it won't be long before we'll be heading down to New Orleans also. I think that's all we've got tonight. And we love to hear email from you like we did from our friends that we talked about. And if you'd like to email us, send us a note at tango at twoamortotango.com and ask us questions. Just say hello. If you're going to be in New Orleans, let us know. The first drink's always on us for our listeners. Our email again is tango at twoamortotango.com. We do a lot on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is two or more to tango with the number two. And our website is www.twoormortotango.com. And I think that's all we've got before we start the rest of our date night. It's still, we've had a little bit of a cool stretch. I think it may be the last time that we have a fire this year. I hope so, in a way. And we can move out to the sunroom. So I think that's it, unless you can think of anything else. I'm good. We want to add this little supplement to this episode, our episode 20. After we recorded this episode, but obviously before we edited it and published it, Mr. and Mrs. Jones of the We Got a Thing podcast finished their and published their 50th episode. And we wanted to interrupt ours and insert this because this is a milestone that we really wanted to recognize and celebrate. These are two of the nicest, sexiest, most down-to-earth people that you're ever going to meet. They have this feature in their format at the end of each podcast where each of them describe a snapshot, some image from what they've described in that episode that sticks out in their mind. So, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, in honor of your 50th anniversary, no, it's not your anniversary, anniversary. in honor of your 50th podcast, we want to offer you this snapshot. They're close to our age, but neither one of us have had our 50th anniversary yet. Far from it. It was the summer of 2014, and our lifestyle experience with other couples had been a visit to a lifestyle club a couple of months earlier. That was basically it. And now we're standing at a meet and greet a couple of months later in naughty New Orleans. There are about a thousand swingers there. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's relaxed. Everybody's having a good time. They all seem to know each other. They all seem to have done this their whole lives. And we didn't just feel like deer in the headlights. We felt like fish out of the water and totally overwhelmed. And then we saw this other couple, this meet and greet. And they look close to our age. But with runner's bodies. But they also did look like this was fairly new to them. I noticed uh, particularly her just kind of very wide-eyed looking around the room. So we walked over and introduced ourselves to them, and it was Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Of course, none of us had a podcast back there. And aside from two other podcasts, I don't think we knew anybody else. Not really. 
But they were nice and warm and friendly. As soon as we met them and started talking with them, we realized, hey, there are normal people here. Maybe you don't have to be 27 years old in a swimsuit model to be in the lifestyle. Although, again, they did have runner's bodies. (laughs) (laughs) But they look like normal people. While we were talking with them, we were able to relax. Mr. and Mrs. Jones are, and were, back then even, before we knew them very well, obviously good people and a couple that are very much in love with each other. Their interests and their backgrounds is very much similar to our own. I think the the key that you hit there, good people, but they just seemed kind of normal, and they were people that we could relate to, very, very much people we could relate to. So our snapshot to you, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, is this, the two of us cowering in a corner of this meet and greet at this huge lifestyle event, wondering why we thought we could fit into this crowd, and then meeting and chatting with you two, and that really being a turning point for us at our big first lifestyle event. And they're still making newbies feel more comfortable as they enter and explore the lifestyle through all 50 of We Got a Things episodes. So if you haven't before, go visit their website at wegotathing.com. They have a lot of stuff on there, a blog, a lot of good information in addition to their podcast. And from Mrs. Tango and I to You, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, we raise our glass in a salute to your 50th episode and to our long-term friendship. Here's to 50 more. And so for Mr. Tango. I'm Mrs. Tango. Good night. Good night. Well, oops, I said your name. To start with, we had met. And we learned out, I, we learned. Blah, blah, blah.